Hey, sous chefs, this is a new installment we like to call Moscato and Monologues, and we will drop a new monologue every Monday. My name is Sly, and I will be reading the part of Val from A Chorus Line. So the day after I turned 18, I kissed the folks goodbye, got on the Trailways bus, and headed for the Big Bad Apple, because I wanted to be a rocket. Oh yeah, let's get one thing straight. See, I never heard about the Red Shoes. I never saw the Red Shoes. I didn't give a fuck about the Red Shoes. I decided to be a rocket because this girl in my hometown, Luelle Heiner, had gotten out and made it in New York, and she was a rocket. Well, she came home one Christmas to visit, and they gave her a parade. A goddamn parade. I twirled a freaking baton for two hours in the rain. Unfortunately, though, she got knocked dope over Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And never made it back to Radio City. That was my plan. New York. New York. Except I had one minor problem. See, I was ugly as sin. I was ugly, skinny, homely, unattractive, and flat as a pancake. Get the picture? Anyway, I got off the bus in my little white shoes, my little white tights, little white dress, my little ugly face, my long blonde hair, which was natural then. I looked like a fucking nurse. I had $87 in my pockets and seven years of tap and acrobatics. I could do a 180 degree split and come up tapping the Morris Cove. Well, with that kind of talent, I figured the mayor would be waiting for me at Port Authority. Wrong. I had to wait six months for an audition. Finally, the big day came. I showed up at Music Hall with my red patent leather tap shoes. I did my little tap routine. And this man said to me, can you do fan kicks? Well, sure. I could do terrific fan kicks. But they weren't good enough, of course. What he was trying to tell me was, it was the way I looked, not the fan kicks. So I said, fuck you. Radio City and the Rockets. I'm gonna make it on Broadway. And sing. I'm Cardiata Dawn, and I'll be reading the part of Walter Younger from A Raisin in the Sun. You wouldn't understand yet, son, but one day your daddy's gonna make a transaction, a business transaction that's gonna change our lives. That's how come one day when you got 17 years old. I'll come home and I'll be pretty tired, you know what I mean. After they have conferences and secretaries getting things wrong the way they do, cause an executive life's hell. And I'll pull up the car to the driveway, just a plain black Chrysler, I think, with white balls, no black ties, more elegant. Rich people don't have to be flashy. Though, I have to get something a little bit more sporty for Ruth, maybe a Cadillac convertible to do her shopping in. And I'll come up the steps to the house, and the gardener will be clipping away at the hedges, and he'll say, Good evening, Mr. Younger. And I'll say, Hello, Jefferson. How are you doing this evening? And I'll go inside, and Ruth will come downstairs, meet me at the door. We'll kiss each other, and she'll take me in my arm, and we'll go to your room. See you sitting on the floor with the catalogs of the great schools in America around you. All the schools in the world. And I'll say, All right, son. It's your 17th birthday. What is it you decide? Just tell me. Where you want to go to school, and you'll go. Just tell me, what is it you want to be? Yes, sir. You just name it, son, and I'll hand you the word. And sing. Oh, no. I don't know why the mud pots say they all that, though. Period. Okay, 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 okay.